Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to our midweek podcast from Villa Presbyterian Church. Uh, this is a podcast recorded on Tuesday, the 19th of January, 2021. I hope you're keeping safe and well through these days uh, as we look to come together this evening uh, to fix our eyes on Jesus, to recognize his goodness and his love to us, through the strangeness of these days, we look uh, to for certainty from our Saviour and Lord. As we come together this evening, let me just remind you uh, that uh, our church building at this moment is still closed. We are hoping to hear in the next couple of weeks whether we're able to open on the first Sunday in February again for worship. Uh, please keep up to date. Uh, with everything through our Facebook page and our website. And also on Sunday mornings, you can access the services at 11 a.m. There is a small team office down in the church, uh, and you can access the service through our YouTube channel also. As we come to worship God this evening, we come to recognize him as the one who is holy, the one who is able uh, to bring certainty to all things. And as we do that, let us come before him in prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity that we have, Lord, uh, to recognize your goodness in our lives. As we turn to your word, you show us the mercies new each day. And Lord, we pray that as we look to come together uh, in our homes, Lord, that we have that awareness of your spirit continuing to work in our lives, that we have that uh, need to uh, seek you each day, that, Lord, as we uh, take time in your word, we recognize, Lord, your hand upon us. We recognize, Lord, our spiritual food being given to us. Lord, we recognize each day uh, brings new um, challenges. Uh, we recognize, Lord, many uh, situations that we have faced over this last year, Lord, has been so changeable. But Lord, we ask this evening that we may look to you. We may look to you for the one who brings life. We may look to you for that sense of peace, and refreshment in all that we may do. Lord, we come before you this evening uh, looking to hand over the things that are not of you in our lives, looking to confess before you the things, Lord, that we have done in rebellion against you. And Lord, we pray by your Spirit, look uh, to bring us closer to you, to guide us in that way everlasting, to give us that hunger for, uh, for knowing you in all that we may do. Lord, we ask these things now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. We're going to begin this evening uh, with our first item of praise sung to us uh, by Jonathan Ray and his family. The piece is entitled, Holy Spirit, Living Breath of God.
Please turn with me now to our scripture reading for this evening. We're continuing in uh, Psalm 119 as we think over these next couple of weeks about how we develop a love for God's word. So this evening, uh, we're going to uh, come nearly to the midway point of the psalm. We're looking at verses 81 uh, to 88 in Psalm 119. Let us read. God's word together. My soul faints with longing for your salvation, but I have put my hope in your word. My eyes fail looking for your promise. I say, when will you comfort me? Though I am like a wineskin in the smoke, I do not forget your decrees. How long must your servant wait? When will you punish my persecutors? The arrogant dig pits to trap me, contrary to your law. All your commands are trustworthy. Help me, for I am being persecuted without cause. They almost wipe me from the earth, but I have not forsaken your precepts. In your unfailing love, preserve my life that I may obey your statutes of your mouth. Here, we end the reading 
of God's word to us this evening. As we think on these words, let us come to God now in prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray that by your Spirit we may know of your goodness and your joy in our lives. Lord, we pray this evening that as we take in these words, as we think about what they mean for our lives, that we may know, Lord, of you directing and guiding through all things. We ask this now in Jesus' loving name. Amen. Well, as we go through um, the psalm, and I hope you've been able uh, to just take time over the week just to read through the full of the psalm. Because as we look at each section, it takes a different part of a person's life. It uh, highlights different um, seasons that people will go through. It highlights different challenges that people may face. And as we look at this section in the psalm, it is probably the most desperate part of the psalm. Spurgeon calls this part of the psalm the midnight of the psalm. For we see here uh, the psalmist is reflecting on the difficulties, the hardships that he has been facing. There's two parts here uh, to the psalm. On the one hand, he is talking about uh, the difficulties that he faces. But on the other hand, he recognizes the true promises of God. One of the things that we've been so familiar with over this last year is to long for something, to long for this pandemic to be over. And the verb to long is very apparent here in this, in this, this section. On the one hand, there is a real experience of utter exhaustion with grief. But on the other hand, as we've discussed, there is a sure and certain hope of the word of promise. The psalmist longs for Christ, who is the Amen to all the promises of God. In facing the difficulties uh, that he does in life, the object of hope in this psalm is always towards the word of God. He describes himself like a, a wineskin, a dried up wineskin. In Joshua 9, the men of Gideon uh, are described as the dried up, uh, a cracked wineskin. In Job, he has been shriveled up, his skin turns back and falls from him. Here, the psalmist is giving a picture of somebody who's literally burnt out, wasted by suffering. There is intense and lingering affliction going on in the psalmist's life. And yet, in verse 83, I have not forgot your statutes. He still holds to the covenant word of God. He prays for this judgment uh, because he recognizes God's judgment will be just and fair. And it also reminds us as we think about God's judgment that there will be two sides to the last judgment and they are inseparable. The people of God will have salvation 
but it will come. It will come when the enemies of God are judged. And that is why, as believers, we uh, long for the end of the world and pray, may your kingdom come. So as we take in the words of this psalm, we have to ask ourselves whether the shape of our relationship with God reflects this. That as we face difficulties and challenges in life, are we praying for God's kingdom to come? Are our lives characterized by a longing, waiting, and prayer for God's final comfort? Does the words in our prayer, may your kingdom come, um, trip off our tongues as we come before God in prayer, as we lift up to him the things that are going on in our lives? Do we recognize that the fa- that the true answer to each of our prayers will happen when God will return, when Jesus comes back, as we look uh, to uh, deal with all issues that may come in our lives, we recognize that we have, will find true fulfillment as God's kingdom comes. Another aspect of this section is the character of the persecutors. Uh, the psalmist recalls those who have come up against him in opposition to his way of life. The insolent are hostile to God, and because they're hostile to God, they're also hostile to God's people. And they do this, in verse 85, because they do not live according to the Lord's instruction. And because they do not live this way, they badly want others to follow their examples. It makes them feel more comfortable. And on the other hand, uh, to these people who cause stumbling, there is something that never causes stumbling. In verse 86, the psalmist recalls, All your commandments are sure, not places of falling pits, but places of stability, certainty, and steadiness. A Christian writer comments about the persecutors. They can only touch the earthly life and earthly goods. But the psalmist recalls an eternal proportion which they could never even nibble at. The word uh, steadfast love uh, comes six times in Psalm 119. In three of these, it is linked to a plea, give me life. The psalmist here in this section, he is not saying, because I have been good and faithful, please do your part, you owe me one. Now the psalmist is praying, so far you have upheld me, continue to uphold me. Give me life that I may continue in this way. As we hold each section of this psalm together, let us consider both the idea of keeping our eyes fixed on God's promises through difficulties and also recognize those who come up against us. For we have a picture of two paths through life. The first is to divert from the instruction of God. When we shift from truth to falsehood, we naturally want others to come with us, so to play us on side. 
morally and make us feel that we are doing what we are doing is okay. But the second path that the, the section shows us is to hold on to the sure word of God. And when we do this, we expect in this age to be full of painful suffering uh, and discipleship to be shaped by a longing and aching prayer. But this prayer will not just be wishful thinking and desperation. No, it will be a prayer formed and nourished by the covenant word, God's sure and steadfast promises. This is uh, roughly the midpoint of the psalm. And the psalmist is desperately played out, but yet he hopes against hope. He rests his destiny and his reputation on the spoken word of God. Even in the darkness, he affirms that God's word is sure. This is where his hope rests. I find it very helpful at times to recognize different seasons that come along in our lives. And possibly at this time, you're finding a very difficult season that you go through. But recognize uh, that God's word is sure. That there is something that can be depended on when all other things fall away. As we look to the joy of God's word and what he has given to us. Let us keep our mind on that and as we continue to long for that coming of God's kingdom help us uh, let us uh, continue uh, to spend time in God's word to know of his presence with us in all that we do as we think of these things let us listen to our second item of praise again sung to us by Jonathan Ray and his family the praise is entitled I will wait for you. Some verses from Psalm 130. I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord. For with the Lord is unfailing love. And with him is full redemption.
As we come to the end of our uh, podcast this evening, we're going to take some time, as we usually do, in prayers for others. And as we uh, pray for one another, uh, we want, I want to remind ourselves just of what God has given us as we do that. These words from 1 Peter chapter 2, uh, and it reminds us what God has changed us to. It says, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. With this in mind, let us come to our gracious and loving God in prayer for others. Heavenly Father, we lift up to you this evening all, Lord, uh, who we know who are facing uh, challenging and difficult days. Lord, we recognize that your mercies are new each day. And Lord, we long uh, to know of your hand upon us, Lord, and all that we may face in life. Lord, we lift up to you this evening those who are facing uh, challenges with their own health. We pray, Lord, for those who are in hospital at this time, asking, Lord, that in the strangeness of these days and the isolation that they feel being in hospital, that they may know of you, your, your hand upon them and all that they may face that they may see your spirit working in their lives throughout this period. Lord, we lift up to you those who are fearful about what each day will hold. And Lord, we ask that they may recognize your peace 
working in their lives. Lord, we want to lift up to you our leaders at this time also. Lord, those who are making big decisions about uh, the future and the way, of our, uh, uh, the way of our country at this time. And Lord, we ask that they may uh, look to put their trust in you, that it, it is you, Lord, uh, that they may look uh, to as they make these decisions. Lord, we want to lift up to you our church family through these days. Lord, when we feel uh, isolated, when we are not able to meet physically, Lord, we pray for that awareness of what you have called us to. That awareness, Lord, of being a chosen people, of being holy, Lord, in the midst of so much difficulties that we face, of, Lord, looking to be that light in the darkness of our world. And, Lord, we can only do this through your power, through your leading and guiding. And so we ask this evening, Lord, for that awareness, Lord, of uh, your working through us. Develop again in us, Lord, that love for your word, that joy we have in Jesus' name, to know what it means to seek you through all things. Heavenly Father, we lift up to you, our young people, through these days also. Lord, recognizing the big challenges that they may face, Lord, recognizing uh, the changes that have happened in uh, their lives through this last year. And we ask, Lord, for your hand of comfort and blessing upon them, Lord, as they seek uh, to do their studies, as they seek, uh, Lord, to find pathways in life, Lord, uh, to serve and to follow you. We pray, Lord, for that awareness of your gracious and loving hand upon them. And Lord, this evening we also want to lift up to you those who are feeling isolated and alone. For Lord, we recognise that the, uh, the pandemic has uh, brought many changes to our way of life. But Lord, we long to be a church family. We long uh, to be people together serving and following you. And Lord, so we ask that we may develop those ways, Lord, of being a, a people together in your name. Lord, help all who, Lord, are alone to reach out to others, whether it is by phone or whether it is by other means, Lord, we ask that they may know of your gracious and loving hand upon them and that they may know the people of God lifting them up in prayer and longing to be a part of their lives. For Heavenly Father, what a loving and gracious thing it is, Lord, to uh, be able to share life uh, in your name. To know, Lord, that you have not called us to walk this earth alone. To not to face challenges, Lord, uh, as individuals. Uh, but to come together in your name to serve and to follow you. Help us know this in all that we may do in life. And above all, Lord, we pray that we may continue to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, to have that joy of him in all that we may do. We ask this now in his gracious and loving name. Amen. Thank you for listening this evening. May you know God's blessing through this week ahead. And let us finish together with the words of the benediction.
May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.